0: Welcome, everybody, to the Salon Professional Podcast, and today I am actually joined by Craig. Hi, Craig.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: <laughs> Good. Everybody heard my podcast yesterday and realized <laughs> uh, that um, it got lost in the space of Zoom. So I'm so excited that we're back on because today we're going to talk about what's happening now, and we're going to dig a little deeper into the Triple P um, yep. SBA loan. We're going to talk a little bit about like when we get back to work and our businesses are open and then we're going to touch on future planning. So I just think it's important for everyone like to have hope and to have a little bit of a plan and know that we're going to be coming uh, out with a lot of great resources for you. So let's begin with the state of now and talk to me about the SBA PPP loan.
1: Great. Um, This was actually... uh... This is actually a really big thing that they're doing. And if any of you had uh, spoken with me over the past couple of weeks or, or heard anything, I w- had been aggravated for a long time in what they were planning on doing. And uh, they fixed all of the concerns that I had, which was which I'm really, really excited about. this. Uh, the PPP program or the pay te- Paycheck Protection Program is going to be um, administered by your local bank. So the local bank. Uh, my recommendation is to go and get in the queue because this is going to be a first come first serve, and. It's- so, is there
0: only certain amount of dollars that are allocated to this particular CARES Act loan?
1: Yes, currently, okay. but, but uh, Mnuchin or the um, uh, Secretary of Treasury has already stated that if they go through all the money, he'll go back to Congress to request more, but they do, I think it's $337 billion that they have for, if I remember the number right, that they've allocated for small and medium businesses in this program. So what my major concern is for most of our salon owners is that you need to get in the queue because this is gonna go live April 4th and the media is gonna really start pounding this next week. And when the media starts pounding this, Everyone is gonna flood the banks to get on this program because this program is a phenomenal program that they put together. Um and that's why you need to get in your banker's queue now so that you can
0: you can do that, like you can request, like knowing it's coming out the fourth, you can say, here's all my we're gonna tell them what they need, here's what I my payroll for the month. You can get in the queue.
1: You can get in the queue. And basically what ended up happening when I spoke with our banker Uh, I got in his queue, and he gave me what he thought we were going to need. But understand something, the SBA, uh, the government has still not finalized all the required paperwork that is going to be necessary. They're now talking about it potentially being an online application, which would be even better if that was the case. So there's still some things that they don't quite Uh, have a complete handle on. But that's why when they finally do have a handle on it, you want to be in your bankers uh, at the top of your bankers list so that you can get you can get on this because, uh, A, you don't want to have to uh, be delayed or denied because the funding has had been gone and you have to wait for the White House to go back to congress (laughs) to
0: this doesn't sound fun because they don't get (laughs) along real well
1: they they don't get along at all but i will tell you they did a they did a really great job with this package and one of the uh tyler emailed me yesterday and said like Tyler gadwa yeah sorry tyler gadwa emailed me yesterday and said why didn't i like all the other packages and because under the sba 7a loan there's lots of different uh, loan options f- under this care act which is uh the corona i forget what the acronym is right corona- but that's what they want to
0: look for is that care correct so that's going to be yep yeah, i'm going to i'm going
1: to google acronym, it uh corona aid relief and economic <laughs> that's what it, that's what care stands for um and one of the major reasons why i didn't like the other ones is uh if you read the fine print you had to Uh, have a personal guarantee or put up collateral for a lot of those, which this, all the fine print I've been reading about the uh, paycheck protection program. You don't have to do that. And that is a huge thing because I didn't want to make recommendations to get people further in debt. That was your
0: big thing. And you, I mean, you're going for this and you don't, I mean, you just, you know, evolve, just bought our building. You don't want to put your brand new building up for collateral. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Correct. So Absolutely. And that's why this program, what this program allows you to do is it's all based off of your, your average monthly payroll expense. And what they're going to do is they're going to give you a loan amount of two and a half times your average monthly payroll expense. That also includes health insurance expense, if there's any type of retirement expense. And then if you don't lay anyone off, from now until June 30th, uh, that loan is completely forgiven. If you do lay people off and you're not able to rehire them, you will only be responsible for paying back 50% of the loan.
0: If you hire no one back, you only have to pay back 50%.
1: Correct, which is what wow. is, is absolutely enormous and it's huge. And what they're doing, the reason why they're doing this is they're trying to give small businesses an opportunity to reopen. Yeah. And that's because it was looking what,
0: really bleak, like the amount of businesses we were hearing were going to have to okay. close after this.
1: Absolutely. And that's why this, this stimulus package or this paycheck uh, protection program is such a great program is because they're giving you a fighting chance to open back up um now let me ask
0: you if you rehire so most of our salons they're in the position that they closed a few weeks ago you know maybe two weeks ago um they laid off their entire you know um employee base what if they hire them all back
1: if they hire them all back the loan is forgiven also
0: so if you hire everyone back by june 30th the entire you don't have to pay this money back correct whoa nelly now it sounds like a great time to go buy a car or something craig
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no see that All right. <laughs> that's, that's the thing this isn't mean this...
0: uncle craig right now or yes. mean, daddy it's... talking to the teenager tell us what yeah no this is, money.
1: this is truly about uh financial discipline if you get this loan okay. because this this loan can only be used for payroll it can, or payroll expenses, which include health benefits or retirement, uh, retirement compensation, um, contributions. It can be used for utilities. It can be used for phone rent or, um, it could be used for rent. Not it I can't
0: remember be used, mortgage.
1: It, it can't be used for your mortgage. It can be used for your mortgage interest. If you own the building that you're in. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. But one thing I want to ask, and uh, I, you know what? I don't care if I sound dingy because I'm going to subscribe to No Questions or Stupid Questions. If you don't have a payroll right now because you've laid everyone off, you can't use the money for payroll.
1: Correct. So what what the recommendation is, is that you would use no more than half of what the loan amount is for your operating cash flow. Okay. So if you happen to get a loan for uh for a hundred thousand dollars, yep. you would only use fifty thousand dollars as working capital to get your business to reopen before June 30th. And if I'm you rehire everyone,
0: okay. Go ahead, sorry.
1: If you rehire everyone, then you're you're all set.
0: Can you buy if you the don't things rehire you for everyone, your Say that again? Can you buy the things like your supplies and things for your business with this loan?
1: It's... The loan is specifically used... Okay. The, the loan is used for those things. It's to keep you... Giving you an opportunity to reopen. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, so the, this is not... You're not going to uh, bring in a new line with this loan. You're not you going to bring in a new line anyways, but
0: <laughs> as of right now,
1: um, but what you need to do is, can you hear me? I just want to make sure you can hear me. I
0: can hear you. It cuts. So if you keep your phone super there's right here, it's perfect.
1: Okay. Yep. So uh, I, I just want to make sure, um, because I can't hear you just so you know, you can't hear me well? No, I can. Okay. Okay, perfect. Sorry, maybe it was my maybe it was my connection. This social distancing, we're we're kind of working through all of this together, <laughs> but uh, to to kind of go back on this is not to be used for operating expenses until after June 30th outside of payroll. This is to make sure you can pay your landlord. Mm-hmm. This is to make sure that you can keep your utilities on and those types of things. This is not for, for supplies right okay. now. Now, when you reopen, you're going to have supplies and you're going to be conducting business at that point and then you'll start rehiring. And then all of it would just go into working capital at that point. But until that happens, your this loan is truly just to make sure you're going to be able to reopen and not default on your, on your rent and not, not get your utility shut down and stuff like that. So that's the uncle Craig.
0: Use it this way. And believe me, we need orders and we're telling you don't order.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't order with this money.
0: Don't order with this money. You (laughs) order with the other money, but do not order with this money. I, so just so I want to just like real clear, everybody needs to get their, um, from their payroll service or their accountant, what they spend a month in payroll. And then they're going to apply for this correct. loan and get two and a half times that amount. And they're going to save 50% to sit in the bank until they reopen. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. They're going to get caught. That's how I, rent. that's how
1: I'm recommending to do it. So Is that what you're doing? basically the reason why that's what we're going to do. Okay is we're not putting we're not putting the, our complete we won't put our complete loan in it because we're in a everything's going to be based off of we're assuming that June 30th by then will salons will have been reopened but this is a day by day thing i don't know we might have salons reopen May 15th or this could take a turn for the worst and might not open till July 15th
0: and we're recording this today on April 1st. No joke. There's no there's no April Fool's going on here. I just saw that Massachusetts <laughs> no was extended to May 4th. I'm seeing extensions already happening. And, you know, the news this morning was we're going to get worse before we get better. So, uh, like, it's a real possibility that we won't be opening right away. So g- apply for this loan now. <laughs> Like, make sure you have a business yes. to come back to and use this money the right way. This is not the time to get the Louis Vuitton. It's not the time to look at a new car. <laughs> like, it is
1: absolutely. It
0: is not that so,
1: time. And, and please, uh, please take half of it and put it aside because we don't know how long this is going to last. And if you don't manage this correctly, you just put yourself further in debt. Right. which is what I've been trying to avoid recommendations about taking out loans because I didn't want uh, salon owners to get farther in debt because we have no idea how long this is going to last. And we don't know what the makeup of, of the economy is going to be until businesses start opening. But it, if, I mean, there's still, as of, as of yesterday, there is still a big concern a constituency in the country that is wanting the government to mandatory shut down all businesses. Mm-hmm. So, they're not saying that they're going to, but it could go that way. Right. So that's why you really need to be disciplined about how you're going to to use this. And I'm giving <laughs> you my recommendation. You're all you're all big boys and girls, uh, but uh, this is how I'm going to manage it.
0: And here's, if I get it. this is just um, like us saying what we're going to be doing and what in your research up until today, what's worked. Don't come at us. Some people came at us a little bit yesterday, like, da, 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 da. like we're not saying that, like, we're just saying what we're going to be doing. We only know what we know as of today. So this is Correct. the best advice that we can offer today. Now, this is in your hands to take to your financial institution and make this work for you. And you know, as I stressed yesterday, there's so much forgiveness involved in this loan, whether you're able to hire people back or not. So that's what's so enticing about it.
1: Exactly, and you're not you're not having a personal guarantee, nor put it, having to put up collateral, having to put up your own your own home or anything like that for this loan. Which is why now, if when I go and sign the papers uh, next week if any of the fine print has changed i'll walk away from the loan right just so you know like this is as of april 1st the information that that is in front of me on what this loan consists of and what the commitments are this is what i'm doing
0: and all craig does right now is read because he doesn't sleep he works out you (laughs) you probably hang with your family but you probably avoid the homeschool part (laughs)
1: that's that's, uh yeah my wife has definitely taken the burden of that she's a saint you're listening she's a saint saint.
0: i feel you girl (laughs) i know what it's like um i have like a question i don't know this just popped in my head and i was thinking about this last night do you think there's going to be a return to the main street business like in a big way when this is over
1: i think that um the thing that I – my concern is about how social distancing is going to affect salons. Right. And that is, of course, yet to be seen. But, I mean, think about it. Eleven days ago, social distancing wasn't even a term that we even knew.
0: Right. I thought it was something Just like made like, up and not real when Kate Bowser posted it. I'm like, oh, is this one of her <laughs> weird things from, like, her nutrition class? <laughs>
1: So (laughs) my big, what I'm talking when people are calling me and uh, how to prepare and everything like that for getting back open. uh, I think you have to take a serious look at uh, how social distancing is going to be a new norm in our, in just in society in general and how you're going to accommodate that. And the way that I see it is I don't see I see uh, a huge opportunity for the hassle-free pricing that we've been talking about for the last year.
0: Oh my God, remember when people like screamed at you and I would be at the the events (laughs) with you because I was running a separate event at the same time. And they were like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? This is, you know, and you really, I mean, you certainly didn't forecast COVID-19, but you forecast a recession. You forecast a lot of things. And this was a big part of what you were saying and you weren't very popular for it.
1: I know I wasn't, but I still, <laughs> I think it's going to be, it's okay. I'm I'm good not being popular sometimes. But you know what? Um,
0: you were Mr. Friendly in high school. So people should know that. I
1: was. <laughs> you still don't believe it. I sent you the yearbook. I know. Uh, I was uh, like, no. That was my superlative. if the, anyone um, else
0: doesn't believe that, please comment. <laughs> 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 Craig was Mr. Friendly. Love it. I love it.
1: So what I, what, um, what we're going to be doing and what we're recommending salons to do is to really take a serious look at uh, booking in between, how many clients you're going to you're going to have at one time in your salon, how are your schedules going to be based around uh, the number of stylists you have. There's there's going to you're going to need to think this through. And I'm not saying I have all the answers right now. I'm still thinking about it you're right thinking now. It through. But- <laughs> I'm trying to think it through saying if social distancing becomes a norm after this, how is that going to affect the client flow in your salon? How is that going to affect scheduling? How is that going to affect um, the amount of time you allow or you give to certain services? Maybe you need to stretch the time out even more so. And if you're stretching the time out, which was what my big, uh, talk about for the past year and a half has been, you sh- the the price of the service should also be higher, and and that is a whole concept. So there's going to be a lot of different potential business models that are going to come out of this, and I think now is the time to start thinking this through. You're going to need to have a sanitary policy. That will be. I see it right now. It's going to have to be on everyone's website as a. This is what we do. This is what we're doing each time, and you're going to have to talk about things that you've never had to talk about before, in reference to how you're maintaining the safety and health of your clients and your employees.
0: Like, and you're going to have to just kit and all that stuff that was required. You're saying there's going to probably be new sanitation guidelines.
1: Oh, absolutely. I can see so many different things. And my recommendation is to get ahead of it. Start planning. So if you're, if you're ahead of it, you could actually become a leader where it becomes a competitive advantage for you. If you're vocal and you're explaining things to your clients, you're explaining things to the marketplace on what you're doing to make sure people are, are uh, your employees are safe and, your clients are safe all of a sudden that can become a competitive advantage for someone that thinks it's not that big of a deal because so like do
0: it now like uh, start that planning for those processes like are you saying absolutely like, i don't like are you saying like hygiene stations and things like are there going to be certain specific I, things we'll have at every station
1: i don't know yet but okay. you're thinking on that term you know what i mean like yeah. w- what are we going to have to to do if social distancing becomes the norm, I, there's so many things that are going to have to be in play. And listen, our team is sitting here thinking about it, going, "Okay, what do we need to be looking at? Do we need to be looking at at offering uh, professional sanitation That's products?" That's what
0: I was just gonna say, like, yeah, what I mean, like, we're, and things like that, that we can set salons up with great products that are meet these you know guidelines.
1: It's all on the table. It's all okay. on my board in my office. Like <laughs> what we're looking at saying, what is going to be, what is going to be needed in the new economy? Cause we are, it's going to be in a new economy when everything opens up again and you need to start thinking about it. F- and because th- you're not going to just want to open up. No, you're going, <laughs> you're going to want to lead your customers and your team in an understanding that you took this thing seriously and you've taken these, these steps. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, you should be videotaping you, how you actually clean everything. I, I not that, what but you, you could want have, to, though, is a I, yeah, you know what? Video. I guess you could.
0: I actually, yeah. I think a salon owner can get on and start talking like right now. Cause I'm hosting tomorrow. Um, a Zoom for our virtual education, all about what we can be doing now on the back end of our business. So when we reopen, we're better than ever. So um, there's going to be a lot of proactive steps in there, but one of them would be if sanitation, we know is going to be a huge thing. And, you know, of course, we've always known that, but it's going to be even bigger. Why not create something? And right now ask questions, right? Like we're putting yeah, together maybe. the new normal for social distancing right now. We're put, like, let people in on the journey. And then you can come out and say, here it is. And you can show like in between guests, this is what we do because nothing builds trust like a video and showing and being yep. honest and transparent. So um, do it. <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it would be I think it would be a great thing. And this is what I'm talking about is um, I know everyone has to, everyone's dealing with homeschooling and lots of different things. But you need to put time aside each day for your business as a salon owner and start working through these what is going to be your sanitation policy what is going to be your marketing strategy to let people know that you're open again how are you going to are you going to reach out to your to your top 20 percent and try and get them in as soon as possible before everyone else books appointments i don't know like what are going to be your strategies
0: i have a to whole thing on that and also going and researching your top 20 right now see what they have in common see um is it like one stylist that predominantly gets that top 20 like start doing your research on your business and start figuring out ways that you're going to enhance your business
1: absolutely and that's what you should be doing during this uh shelter in place or or the the shutting down your business your business you need to think about it it's going to be alive again i promise you the government's doing everything it can to make sure that your business has a fighting chance, but you need to take this time to put, put planning behind it. And I mean, we had a meeting yesterday and we're, we're throwing new ideas about education. What are we going to be doing virtually? What are we, how are we going to handle uh, in-salon education? I mean, we're going through all of these things because we understand that there is a potential new norm. Actually, I don't even think it's a potential. There is happening. going to be a new normal. <laughs> it it there is definitely going to be a new normal and we need to kind of work through it and there's a lot of variables with it so you can't just make the decision haphazardly you really want to think it through so you you're not missing something cuz now people are going to be concerned they're talking about their health at this point and and I don't want to be so dramatic to survival, so to speak, but there is an element to that. That's for what it a feels lot of like.
0: Pens- <laughs> exactly. It does feel like that. And you watch the news yeah. and you watch these things and it does feel like that. And I think um now is a great time to, to get feedback, to get feedback from your team to talk about, you know, the state of your like what your employees feel about your business. Um, I'm gonna go through different questions tomorrow on my Zoom and then getting feedback from your client base. There's no better time than to put out surveys and ask questions and let them know, like, we want to come back bigger, better, stronger, like give us the feedback, share. Um,
1: Not only that, they're they're around to actually answer the questions.
0: So social media usage is up 40% in the last two weeks. And live video um, has doubled um, in viewership. So there's no question that everybody is on social media right now. You need to be the light. You need to be the person that's educating, entertaining, and inspire them, inspiring them right now. Um,
1: Absolutely. Because
0: you're going to stay top of mind when business does resume. And um, it's just really important. And sometimes it's hard. And if you're having a crap day, you can even say, you guys lift me up what are you grateful for today like you know like there's just different ways around it so that's kind of like what we could be doing now and most importantly is um getting to your bank your and um signing up for the PPP SBA loan we that's like do that now get your finances in order get your payroll you know from your payroll company those are the things you need to do now when we open back yep. up let is there just and I know at this point we're just forecasting but I just want to give a couple pieces of advice for when we get back to work and then a little bit of advice about future planning
1: okay
0: so when we get back is that
1: a question or do I just need to
0: you need to go, go off the top we, of I want you to talk about when we get back to work like we've always had formulas for how much you should order based on this this and that is that stuff going to change
1: The no, because the the cash flow, that's a cash flow management theory that I've that I've put forth in reference to how how you're gonna order based off of the sales. And my illusion is there's a good percentage of inventory still in the salons. So the salon should be able to conduct business for a week or two prior to having to place having to place orders. And I think it's important to know, one of the things that we did on March 13th is once uh, once the president declared it a state of emergency is Gene who manages all of the inventory for us and, and the procurement of the inventory uh, went out and we looked at, we broke our inventory down by uh, A movers, B movers and C movers. And we stocked up heavily on the a and b movers we didn't on the c movers i'll be completely honest because they're c movers we we wanted to make sure when you open back up in business that we had enough 7n to satisfy the pent-up demand do you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. because of the success that we've had with e-commerce and everyone we're starting to get low on all of our color conditioners and our root sprays and, and stuff like that. Traditionally
0: C movers, right?
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of those, what we call long tails the, in a marketing strategy, those are called long tail items. The long tail items are the things that are that are in demand right now. Um, but to be honest with you, we, we didn't forecast it that way. And if I had to do it over again, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't because the one thing I'm excited about is when you start to conduct business again, there will not be a hiccup in the supply chain for the goods that you need. We have the best-selling items in the top Hairsprays, movers, the top colors. The, oh, I'm thinking developers, bleaches, yeah. uh, all of those items. Like we are, we're stocked and ready. So uh, that's not a that's not going to be a concern. That's why uh, that's great news. You don't. You don't need, to, and the reason why I'm saying is, there will be no reason for you to to have the hoarding effect of saying, um, "Oh my God, like everyone's going to start ordering, so now I'm going to start ordering 24 developers instead right. of the normal three that you do." You know what I mean? Like,
0: don't we really have the inventory the color. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't... <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> uh, and so. I feel that we're positioned really, really well inventory-wise for when you open back up. Um, so all of the the models that I've taught up to this point will still work for cash flow purposes. So you look at how much business you did the last Week or the last two weeks, and you reorder based off of what you did the last two weeks, and you just help grow your inventory over a slower period of time instead of basically saying, if you normally order uh, six, seven, don't order 36, seven. Don't do it. I mean, like, yeah, you that you don't have to do that because if you do that. you just cause more problems all the way down the supply chain line anyways. We have a really nice we have uh, we have almost a 15 week movement when business resumes. We have a 15 week movement on our top selling items, our A items. And, and we if have
0: hoarded, then your fellow stylist can't get it. And it's
1: correct. It's, it's and it's there like would be we gotta no be reason good to each other. There there would be no reason for you to do that because all you'll do is you're just going to cause problems across every part of the supply chain. So there is not scarcity, especially with your service items. We, we stocked up really heavily on the, on the service items on March 13th, that Friday night, we had a meeting and we went through. So we're, we're really good, but yeah, like, uh color bugs we don't have a lot (laughs) like like, like we don't have some of the 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 the, uh the items that weren't big sellers it's just that's not how you manage inventory anyways but no um, so i
0: think everybody can sort of breathe and know we've got you covered um we've got you know the right amount of supplies based on your past ordering so let's let's order the same way we don't want yep. to take away from someone else and at, and then you know what's going to happen they're going to be like can i return this or trade it and it's going to be a whole nightmare and we just can't do it <laughs> we can't do it
1: so let's, just, let's
0: do the right thing yeah there's
1: no need to I don't like that don't, too. don't move from fear don't move panics never a good strategy no so don't panic decisions don't do right
0: And we're going to have to think on our feet like we every day when I talk to Tyler and Kristen, we're like, "Okay, here's the situations we have to make decisions on how we're going to be out there for everybody. And, you know, things are changing and, you know, you guys are going to have to make quick decisions, but they can't be fear based and panic decisions. But the skill of thinking on your feet is going to have to to be there right now, for sure. So that's kind of a good setup, like when we get back. Into the salon, you know, try use your inventory for a week. And then as cash flow is coming in, you're gonna use the same ordering system we've always had in place. And then yep. for the people, and you know, we always talk about having six months worth of, you know, income in the bank and where, you know, it's just not it hasn't been the reality. It is what it is, but that's where that's where we are. What is something that people can start practicing and share with their team because i'm hearing from salon owners like my team has no money like they didn't save a dollar so what like what can we recommend to start that
1: so the, the recommendation which is something that i have gone back if you if anyone has ever taken uh odyssey from me uh which was a, a program i used to it was a three-part program i used to teach uh years and years ago probably a decade ago but if anyone has ever gone through that with me they'll they'll know that what i recommend is setting up your your standard of living off of from a stylist standpoint set up your standard of living based off of your paycheck not off of your tips and you save your tips the problem that. that stylists had and the reason why stylists are in the jam that they're in is that tips become funny money it's an expression that my wife and I use all the time it's funny money they don't they don't see it as a they don't see it as their income because anytime you ask a stylist how much do you earn they never include (laughs) their tips and tips usually represent anywhere between 18 and 25 percent of the overall income for the whole year so uh it's the best thing to do is to start being disciplined with it because The other thing that everyone has to understand is because uh, society has accepted that shutting down business is an acceptable thing for uh, uh, a health-related scare, this could happen again and again and again and again. They're saying that
0: that's a prediction. this,
1: This could be a new norm of how our society deems acceptable with dealing with with viruses or or really big things like this. Um, We didn't shut down during SARS. We didn't shut down during Ebola. We didn't shut down during any of those. Uh, There's a debate on whether or not we should have back then or not, but it's now becoming, it could potentially become an acceptable standard to how society deals with this. So um, if that's the case, this could happen. This could happen again. So,
0: this could keep happening. And that's not to be scary. This is to say your future planning, like no more, no more nonsense. Like it's it's real. And we need to practice.
1: It's real discipline about money management. Don't leverage yourself. Use your tips, use your tips as savings, as the rainy day fund. I mean, uh, it's the, the simplest way to explain it is use your money the way your grandmother. Did in recommended because they lived through the Great Depression. And maybe it's just my grandmother. Maybe everyone's so young now. Their <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but that's there's just with the greatest generation, there was just a very wise way of managing money. And you paid
0: for everything in cash. You correct. didn't like like, if you bought a couch, like, you you saved and you, you you sat on lawn chairs so you could afford your couch. Like Of course. that's. I it mean, is. think
1: about it. When I was a kid, uh, uh, there was layaway programs.
0: Yes, that's the, right. Layaway
1: programs don't exist anymore, and it's because of consumers in the society. So I think that there's – I think that all of this with the, the crisis that we're going through and that we're going to live through, this is going to be behind us. But there's going to be a new – way that people value life and value things mm-hmm. uh, th- that Craig, is going to be different. My
0: clothes used to be on layaway at Sears. Oh my God. You just brought me back. My mom would take me <laughs> shopping.
1: Of course. <laughs> oh yeah. My God,
0: and, they, and they'd be on layaway. Me even got a discount because my aunt worked there, but you just brought me back. Okay. I just had to add that in. Sure. Had to add that in.
1: So I, I think in a real simple terms, uh, there's an amazing Uh, amount of cash that moves through this industry. And I think that everyone needs to start becoming adults on how they manage that cash. And tips is one of the easiest ways and the easiest disciplines to manage the cash.
0: And then if this does happen again, you're set. If it doesn't happen again, hopefully you've got a nice nest egg. You don't have to be fear-based. You don't have to worry. You know that you're covered. You know that you can feed your family and do the things you need to do. And I think that's fabulous advice So we talked about right now, right now is getting the PPP loan and just being on the other side of your business and making and planning. Like there's huge planning, staying socially distancing on social media, um, putting plans into place, start thinking about these hygiene stations. Um, and I hope that we're creating something, just putting that out there. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're working on something.
0: Manage your cash when you get back into the salon, right? We, we all had to close so abruptly. So I think you're right. The assumption that um, that we've got inventory and we can order, like we've always told people how to order. And then for future planning, the first thing you can do is have a plan to save your tips save your tips and yep. is a salon owner not behind the chair that doesn't get tips what would be like just a recommendation for them
1: so a recommendation for that is that you should be taking three percent of sales and putting it in, putting it in an emergency fund one of the big okay. challenges especially for salon owners is through the economic boom that we j- just had that that 10 year run of an economic boom that we had um, the discipline on how they managed the cash in the safety net that they had um, was going by the wayside because they were increasing their standard of living. And as a salon owner, your standard of living is built off of the draw that you can take out of the business. And that needs to change because mm-hmm you just need to start really being disciplined about your standard of living so that you don't kill the goose that lays the golden egg. And I've said it a thousand different times through podcasts and through videos and all that. And I say, I feel really bad for people that started their careers in this industry in 2012 because they don't know what could happen. Right. And Uh, Those are the people that are that are probably the most stressed out right now are people that started their careers or opened their businesses after Mm -hmm. 2012 because they never went through that great recession. They never went through that that turmoil that happens from from a financial standpoint. And um, it's it's here and it always does. It always comes and goes this. No one could have predicted this by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I have to say
0: you, not, we certainly didn't predict this, but you guys, this podcast was developed, not for us to make money. It's just to serve our audience. And if you go back, we have 19 episodes on right now. If you go back to a few months ago, all of it is pertinent to now. If you listen to the episode, I retorted with Tyler Gadwa about, um, getting through 2020 that we're and he, he was like, I'm not trying to scare you guys, but Craig's been saying it like we're going to hit a recession and this is how we're going to get through it. Go, it's how to thrive during a down economy. Go listen to that. We've got a Craig and I have so many recordings on here talking about ways to thrive in down times. And it probably all sounded crazy at the time, but go back and like Netflix us like binge listen, because there's so much good information in these podcasts that you can use right now. For sure. Like I would say, I can't believe it. I was like listening to some episodes and looking at the titles. I'm like, Oh my God, this all like, we need, everybody needs this right now for sure.
1: And it's available to everyone.
0: It's available. It's free. Share this with your industry friends. We want everyone to have this information because we want to come back as an industry, bigger, stronger and better. That's what we want for everybody. Um, and I think that was a lot of fantastic advice. And we're working on a lot of plans to bring really deep education around this, right?
1: Yes. That's what our we meeting have a lot our hours. Don't we have a meeting together it's, in an it, hour?
0: <laughs> we do in 47 minutes. That was fast yeah. math. I'm proud of myself. 47 minutes. But like, it's all done. This is not new information. It's all done. We're just going to put it in a format that is going to make it so digestible and really put you on a path to um, even like just success and getting through times like these. So thank you, Craig. This was fantastic information. Um, If anybody wants to comment or has questions, please email. You can email at socialmedia at evolvesalonsystems.com. I can get to Craig and answer questions, or if I get a ton of questions, we'll just answer them all on another episode. So feel sure. free if you have questions. I'm not going to call you out and say, oh, so-and-so asked this, but just send us your questions. These are scary times, and we're here to support you. So I know we've been saying all along, we're in this together. So thank you, Craig. I appreciate thank you. your time. Have a good day. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you loved it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social channels. Share this podcast with your industry friends and don't forget to leave us a review. If you have ideas for upcoming episodes that you'd like us to cover or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, email us at socialmedia.com at evolvesalonsystems.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we love bringing you great content for our incredible industry.